Hello, everybody. My name is Goof Norton, and welcome back to another broadcast of the Goof Norton Radio Show. It is your Friday episode. It's Friday. We're here. We made it. Good job. Congratulations to, you know, making it to the end of the week. Um, I hopefully you all are doing well. You know, it's, it's, it's Friday. We're, we're chilling. It is great. We're looking forward to the weekend. You know, the weekend is when, when I get other content related stuff done. So it's great. It's great. No, but seriously, it is, it is great to make it this far. Um, cause you know, there are people that started out the week and really didn't get here. I gotta think about that for a second. There are people that started out this week and had plans for the weekend with their friends, with their family, significant others, and they did not make it. So be grateful that you did make it. Because uh, there's many people that wanted to make it make it to this to the weekend, and well, they didn't get a chance to. So relish the moments you have, and 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 be grateful for what you do have, and the fact that you got here. Um, it, my my one gripe though, I have. I'm sorry, I have to kind of go right back on that and say, why does caffeine? And why, why do energy drinks, I should say more specifically, because I don't know if this happens with coffee drinkers, because I don't drink coffee, and I haven't asked any coffee drinkers. Um, when I drink my energy drinks, 300 milligrams of caffeine, and I'm sure there's an answer easily I can Google, but this is just for the sake of the podcast. Um, why does it make your bladder hypersensitive? In the sense that... So, recently... I learned that um, your 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 pee your urine is actually it comes from your blood, so it's not just directly from the water you drink, right? It's not like hey, I drink water and it makes its way through my system, and then all of a sudden, oh hey, it goes in my bladder, you know. Like, like, you know, like food does, it gets digested in our stomachs and goes through the intestines and whatnot. Uh, you know, all the nutrients is extracted from it. Water actually makes its way into your bloodstream, which I guess makes, actually makes sense. Um, and, uh, and there's more, there's a more complicated process to it than that, but simply said, it gets absorbed into your bloodstream and then, you know, the old stuff gets tossed out and that's, you know, that's your waste, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. But what about what about these energy drinks or caffeine in general? I'll look it up later. Um, that like f- like fill the bladder fast because let me give you an example. Top of the hour. Usually I have a couple breaks that are at the top of the hour. Usually I'll go about five minutes before the top of the hour because um, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to have to worry about going to the bathroom on my break. So I go to the bathroom before my breaks. Why is it then that 15-ish minutes later, I have to go again? Like, really go. Like, bladder is full, and I gotta go. Like, I gotta go, or, you know, accident is gonna happen, and it's not gonna be good. And it's gonna be extremely embarrassing for for me. Um, like, why is that? You know, and after that, I have to go again, like shortly after that, maybe another 20 minutes after that. I got to go again. It's like, what the heck? Because normally when I drink a lot of water, uh, I don't have to go that much. You know, I still have to go, you know, a couple times in the in the uh, in the same hour, but not as much 
as when I drink caffeine. It is like an accelerated process. And I'm like, what the heck? You know? Because um, usually I have water to the point where, you know, things are clear. Because um, I usually try to make, make sure my, you know, I stay hydrated. Uh, especially in the winter times. Because uh, I think it's the, I, I, I really think it has a lot to do with the cold um, and the fact that we are cold and the lack of sweat. That we're like, ah, we don't have to drink as much water. You do. You still got to drink plenty of water and stay hydrated in the cold. Because it's even worse being dehydrated and also very cold. It is It is the worst. Believe me, it is not a fun experience. Because dehydration also, you know, you got headaches and whatnot. And, on, you know, piling on top of the issue that dehi- the issues that dehydration, you know, brings. Um, topping that off with being really cold. Uh, that is not fun. That's a horrible experience. So stay hydrated. But man, does it make me have to go? It really does make me have to go. I don't. I don't get that. So let's learn together really quickly. Uh, whoops! I spelled caffeine wrong. It's always the e before the i. I spelled it with two C's. I'm pulling the coffee freaking thing. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, oh, it's a diuretic. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Coffee is a diuretic. A cap, not coffee. Caffeine is a diuretic. You know, I should have known that. I don't know why. Like, I haven't done studies on caffeine in a long time. Like, since I got my certification. Because my thing with caffeine is, you know, the main thing I keep in my head is that, um, you know, caffeine is good for energy. It's good for burning calories. Like, it's good for waking up your metabolism. It's it's good for that kind of thing. So that's why I, you know, because working with a lot of, you know, working with the, my, my clientele, it's pretty general. Like, it's I don't get down to those deep, those finite details because people generally don't care and don't really ask about that kind of stuff you know so I don't give that information out if they ask about it and inquire about it sure if I was training an athlete I would be more concerned with caffeine and you know and it being classified as a diuretic Um, but the explanation here is when you drink coffee it it causes the body to send signals to your pituitary gland uh, that inhibits the production of the AD the ADH Hormone, not ADHD, not ADD, the ADH hormone, uh, which turns, because those, those other two things are not hormones, uh, which in turn causes the kidneys to not reabsorb water. This will increase the excretion of water via urine. So, uh, so yes. So tea and coffee and other drinks that have high amounts of caffeine in them uh, definitely will cause you to have to go. Whew. So yes, and it is possible for you to, and that's the other thing. Like you can you can consume too much liquid. I. I I rarely have to warn people about that because most people's problem is like they're just not drinking enough, you know. Um, if you're peeing like 11 times a day, you you need to see a doctor. <laughs> yeah, that's too many. Um, 
But generally, like, I, I believe it's eight times a day that's normal. More than that is, like, like one or more time than that. Like, nine is like, okay, well, sure. If you're, if, if you're going 11 times a day, you probably need help. And you're probably, or you're probably drinking, like, again, too much caffeine. That probably can cause that, that number to go up. So... Um, so yeah, that's something to consider. Whoopsies. I hate when I misspell things. Um, and that, that's, that's interesting. Good to know. Yeah, I forget coffee is a diuretic. Oh boy. That's one thing that, so for anybody who doesn't know, um, I don't, I'm not, I mean, I'm still a personal trainer, but I'm not actively training anybody in particular, um, anymore. That is a, uh, that is a choice I made because I haven't been advertising or anything like that. I've been focused on some other things. Um, I don't think I'll ever walk away from personal training completely. I think it'll always be something that I continue to, to do and, you know, stuff, advice I offer on the side, uh, but it won't be my main thing, you know, I'll continue to educate myself and get certifications and such for the sake of just the knowledge rather than just the titles that they give, um, because I, I value education on fitness and nutrition, I really do, so that stuff becomes very important to me, because health is something that we can control for the most part. Sometimes things are genetic and we, we can't really do a lot about that. You know, some, some people's weight is genetic and they can't do a lot about that. They can exercise and, and, and eat right all they want, but they can still be really big, you know, or sometimes skinny. Sometimes it's just how people are. That's just genetics. It's not because they don't eat enough. It's not because, you know, they're not doing the right stuff. They literally can be doing the right, the right stuff in the most religious way possible, in the most strict and, di and disciplined, you know, manner, and still not, you know, look like everybody else that does that, the similar stuff, you know, and that happens, um, and that's why it's, that's why I, 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 I will say it is not always good, I don't think it's good at all, general in general to look at somebody who's fat be like they're not doing the right stuff they're unhealthy they're they're clearly not eating right they're clearly not doing what they're supposed to do or they wouldn't look like that so i I'm, i've known people and had people in my life that are like that i grew up with a dude who was like that um and stuff happens man stuff happens and that's stuff we can't control we can't control genetics you know Oh man, sometimes I'm like, I want to have a fitness podcast because <laughs> it would make me, it would make me, you know, go back to studying that stuff more because, but nowadays I only study the stuff that really applies to me and I, you know, I pay attention to the stuff that really applies to me personally um, because that's who I'm taking care of right now is me. That's, you know, that's the, that's the body I'm responsible for um, 100% of the time. 
So whatever I study is, is for the sake of me. But a lot of stuff is just kind of in my head and I know it. Uh, explaining it to someone else kind of is hard because I'm like, I, I need different explanations than some people. You know, um, certain things could be need to be explained to me in a certain way for me to really get it and understand and, you know, grasp the concept. While other people will either need a more complex or more simplistic, you know, explanation. Uh, and sometimes I can't deliver that, you know. So, but yeah, you know, with, with my personal life, you know, changing a little, a little bit and things kind of taking off, um, it is, it was, you know, it just wasn't in the cards for me to continue to do a lot of training. Um, as time goes on and things kind of settle down, maybe I'll start getting back into that and take on like a couple clients, uh, because I may be one of those trainers who just like has very limited spots. Like maybe I'll take 10 people at a time, maybe less than that, you know, because it is something that takes up a lot of time planning stuff and constantly communicating with people throughout the day, um, planning routines, planning nutrition, um, making sure, you know, again, constantly checking in on what, how they're doing and, and throughout the day, um, and answering questions and looking up information because all personal trainers are can are should be the good ones continue to do research to try to improve themselves and they're constantly educating themselves and trying to make themselves better and more accessible um, to their clientele that they currently have and any clientele in the future that they plan to grow and want to you know touch their different demographics that they may want to get into but generally a lot of trainers will stick to a very particular demographic some people like working with with middle-aged women some people like working with middle-aged men some people like working with vets i like working with vets and uh, other first responders um some people like working with with youth you know the the 18 to, to 24 25 year olds some people like working with athletes some people like working you know with those who live sedentary lives some people like working with the I was going to say the geriatric group, the, the senior group. Oh my goodness. A geriatric is not really like, it's not an offensive term or anything like that. Um, cause that is what like how the, on the medical side, like you know, people that specialize in treating, um, the elderly, they're, they're geriatric physicians. So for anybody who ever thought it was offensive, it sounds worse than what it is because <laughs> I've heard it used as ins as like an insult <laughs> to describe someone. It's like, uh, so no, not a bad thing to say about someone. Uh, well, I think it can be used in an insulting way <laughs> to somebody who, who may be getting on your nerves a little bit. You can put it and phrase it into an insulting way, but thank you everybody so much for listening. I appreciate you. This is all I have time for today. Uh, remember that love is patient and I will see you guys again next Monday, Monday, I should just say Monday, uh, in the next episode. Peace.